Hey y'all, we're back again. I just wanted to give you an interesting intro and um, that was it. I didn't do it with any like sort of production value or quality value. I just wanted you to know that, hey, we're back. So I just want to explain that there's been a, a little irregularity with podcasting in the past few days. One reason is that there have been some internet connectivity issues that I didn't know were happening. So posts weren't getting uploaded. And then um, Sunday just is a really long day. So I, did, I meant to do, I should have done two, but I didn't do two that day because we had mid-size and then I work on Sundays. So I'm sorry, y'all, but we're back. And today is Tuesday. I don't know what day you'll be listening to this. You might be listening to this on Wednesday morning or evening, but I'm recording this on Tuesday and it is day 16, day 16. And we're almost there. Five more days, right? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Five more days. Day 16. All right. So we're back in Psalm 119. Hi. I bet you thought I wasn't going to get back there. I am back there. I'm going to jump to verse 57, though. And I'm just going to read through. And whatever I feel like commenting on, I'm going to comment. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you that you, your word is alive. It is active. It is powerful. And it is a um, discerner of the thoughts and intents of our hearts. Lord, I pray that we would allow your word to be a sword that cuts to the quick and that you would show us ourselves. Lord, I pray that it would also be a mirror through which we can see ourselves reflected. Lord, I pray um, that we would love your word more and more and more each day. In Christ's name, amen. Verse 57. Lord, you are mine. I promise to obey your words. Remember, this is a Psalm of David. Lord, you are, oh, and this is a New Living Translation. Lord, you are mine. I promise to obey your words. 58. With all my heart, I want your your blessings. Be merciful as you promised. So that sounds like prosperity gospel. Like everything I decree is mine. I want your, everything I, I just want it all. I want it all. And I don't necessarily think that that's the way that he's talking about this. Remember we talked about a few days ago, he um, is always being like pursued by some <laughs> enemies. People just are hating on David with or without cause. Uh, righteous people, foreign people, not righteous people, but like people who think that they're righteous in their pursuit of him. And then foreigners, strangers, uh, enemies of the house of God. And so he'd be like, Lord, deliver me because I'm stressed. So I think the blessings that he's talking about is the promise of protection that God gives his people. Um, if you, like, this is the Aaron Rose revised, ver- the Aaron Rose version. This is going to be greatly paraphrased. I mean, giantly, bigly paraphrased. But if you look in Deuteronomy 28, and there's a ton of, like, blessings that are listed listed for the people of God. Uh, when they hold up their end of the bargain as far as the covenant is concerned. So he just is like, God, basically, I'm doing all the things right, so give me those blessings that you promised. And some, an aspect of those blessings are protection from enemies. So with all my heart, I want your blessings. Be merciful as you promised. I ponder the direction of my life, and I turn to follow your laws. For 60, I will hurry without delay to obey your commands. When I read that, it brought me to... Um, it reminded me of Proverbs 16 and 3, 
which is commit your way, commit to the Lord, whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. And I actually was just at the Y last night. And if any of you guys are members of the Y and you walk past that front exercise room to get to like either the, the weight room or the locker rooms or to like turn the corner to go play racquetball or go to the pool, they have like this little basket in the vestibule central area place and you can get little scriptures and mine yesterday was commit your plans to the Lord and whatever you do commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans and I was like that's a rhema word for me honey the Lord needed me to I mean I needed to pick up this scripture right now because I got big plans and I'm gonna build them on the rock which I didn't spend much time trying to gauge why I got that particular scripture I just went with what felt right at the moment I'll probably take some time to think and pray through it a little bit more but a remind I was reminded of that in verses 50, 59 when I was reading through verses 59 and 60 it's like how those two verses are helping are helping inform each other and I don't know how all the way yet I'm processing it with you right now but it's like, how do I commit to the Lord, whatever I do? What do I say as I'm doing the thing? Do I say, Lord, I commit this to you. Is that it? Is that how it works? It's kind of like on the office when um, Michael Scott was having money troubles and he was like going into debt because his girlfriend was just buying a bunch of fancy furniture and he just was living beyond his means and he just decided that he needed to just declare bankruptcy. And so what he did was say, I declare bankruptcy. But he didn't. De- that's, that's not how it works. So I'm just thinking, like, it can't be that. I can't, com- I can't just say, Lord, I commit this to you and have that be how I'm committing every- anything that I do. But verse 59 Uh, It says that David said, I ponder the direction of my life and I turn to follow your laws. I will hurry without delay to obey your commands, not demands, commands. And it just, it like clicked. It's like taking an inventory of your life, evaluating, assessing, and then seeing the direction that you're going and turning in the direction of the law and word of God. That to me is what it feels like to commit whatever I do to God to evaluate what what's going on what I plan to do what I have done what I am doing and whatever doesn't line up with God's law turning away from that and turning towards God God's law and whatever actions come next are going to be whatever I do on the way to pursuing righteousness and godliness and the kingdom of God I don't know it's just my thoughts verse 61 verse 61 Evil people try to drag me into sin, but I am firmly anchored to your instructions. The, I actually saw myself in this one. I, um, so me and Jessica are always like, not always on a diet, but always just perpetually on a diet. This is the plight of women in America. I mean, we just are always thinking about what we're eating, what we weigh. It just is, it's too much. And I just need, I'm, I speak freedom right now over anybody listening who struggles with that I speak freedom and liberty. God does not want us to be beholden to those types of things. And I receive that, and I pray you receive it too. But So whenever Jessica's eating well, and I'm not, I'm like wanting her to not be eating well so that we can both 
be gluttonous together. And isn't that terrible? I'm an evil person trying to drag her into sin. Like, it's true. People that's doing wrong don't necessarily want to be doing wrong by themselves all the time. They want to do it with somebody else because it feels bad when all your friends are doing right and you're the only stupid one. So it's tough when you're trying to do right and all your friends trying to make you do stupid stuff. But how does he able to resist? Because he was firmly anchored to to the Lord's instructions. And how did he know? Because he knew what God said. He knew God's word. Biblical literacy. Not just biblical literacy, but also just knowing God. But I think both of those are they're tied pretty closely. Verse 62. I rise at midnight to thank you for your just res- re- regulations. This is like example, like evidence number 579 that David is way deeper and more sanctified than I've ever been. Because I've never been like, I'm getting up in the middle of the night to give God thanks and praise for his law, for his word. I'm not there yet. I'm not there. Are you? If you are, I want to sit at your feet and learn of you. Verse 63, I'm a friend to anyone who fears you, anyone who obeys your commandments. Click, 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 gang, gang, basically. Anybody who does right, like, I just want to be, I'm going to be in their presence. If they love you, I love them. Boom. 64, oh, Lord, your unfailing love fills the earth. Teach me your decrees. And we're going to go on. Uh, a couple more verses. I didn't plan to. I don't have any notes for this section, so we'll see what happens. Verse sixty-five. You have done many good things for me, Lord. Just if you, just as you promised. Aha! So David is recognizing that God actually has done some cool stuff. I believe in your commands. Now teach me good judgment and knowledge. Hmm. It's interesting. Belief comes before like perfect right thinking. And the perfect right thinking comes from God. I think a lot of times, I think I need to be convinced before I can believe. I need, you need to prove to me that whatever it is, is worthy of being believed in before I can accept it. So I need to learn all about it. Like, I just want, I want to know, I need that part of me to be satisfied. But David is saying, I believe in you. So teach me in the ways that I just have committed to you. I mean, that also just feels like Christianity in a nutshell. Like, I think there's elements to that in each of our walks that we can acknowledge. Verse 67, I used to wander off until you disciplined me, but now I closely follow your Jesus. I'll read that again because it just, it knocked me. I used to wander off until you disciplined me, but now I closely follow your word. Y'all. Jesus, I used to wander off until you disciplined me, but now I closely follow your word. Spiritual maturity, saints, huh? Come on, somebody. How many, that's like a little kid, like, it's like a little kid pushing the boundaries. That's what, if, if, if I can't even get it out. If my walk with God is only doing just as much, just seeing how much I can do before God chastens me or chastises me, or just seeing how much I can get away with before I feel spiritually empty. Like, that's like a little kid pushing boundaries, y'all. And we're, we should be so far beyond that. Like, think about that. I just, I would just go and do anything until your discipline brought me back in. But now I know that your way is right. And so I closely follow it. 
that's incredible. I, I, the level of like thinking about a child, like a two year old who just, just by nature is going to push boundaries and not until they get that little tap tap or time out, whatever, whatever your disciplining, your parenting philosophy is, um, or taking away screen time, whatever you do, whatever discipline that is, that's how they learn. Oh, I'm not going to do that thing. But like, think about like a teenager in high school and like a, a or maybe not even a teenager, a, a college student. I don't know. Just a kid that just is old enough to say, these are the things that my parents have outlined for me. I could do something else. Or I could just go the way that they've taught me to go and I'm just going to choose that because it's better. It's what makes sense. They've given me a great life so far. I'm just going to follow in the way that they've given. Like it's a two-year-old versus like a high schooler versus a, an adult versus a 25. Like, you know, even, yeah, as an, as an adult, I've looked back and been like, that's why my parents said I, do the th- I need to do the things that I need to do. So I'm just going to I'm going to follow that line. I don't need to wait to get smacked over the head in order to obey anymore. No, I'm I'm just going to obey. This is good. I'm literally verbally processing. Thank you guys for still listening. Okay. But think about that and tell me what I mean, tell me what you think. Help me process. Verse 68, you are good and do only good. Teach your degrees. Decrees. I mean, That's, that's challenging my understanding of what good is. It challenges my understanding of what God does and what God doesn't do. You are good and do only good. Teach me your decrees. 69, arrogant people smear me with lies, but in truth I obey your commandments with all my heart. Their hearts are dull and stupid, but I delight in your instructions. So, David, all, ever the humble servant. Verse 71, my suffering was good for me, for it taught me to pay attention to your decrees. Speed bumps, speed bumps, Kairos moments, like speed bump, speed bump, speed bump, and then your undercarriage is torn to pieces, and it's just like, now I'm suffering, I have to pay $1,500 to get my undercarriage fixed, but now I pay attention to speed bumps. It's like that. Verse 72, your instructions are more valuable to me than millions in gold and silver. Your instructions are more valuable to me than millions in gold and silver. I mean, honestly, my gut reaction is to be like, Lord, can I have the millions in gold and silver just to see? (laughs) Just to see if it's more valuable. I just can I can I gauge and if. And if I have the wrong perspective, then we can do something else. But can I just can I just try it out? Uh, that's probably why I don't have it. But Lord, I pray that you just I just got to end there. So, Lord, I pray that you would ignite a desire and a love for your word, which I believe is a desire and a love for you. Knowing your instructions, knowing your law is like knowing you. 
and that's worth more than all the gold and the silver and the acknowledgments and the fame and the recognition in the world and beyond. Knowing you is greater than anything we could ever hold in our hands or have in our bank accounts or attach to the end of our names. Lord, I pray that you would that we would know you more and more, even as this fast draws to a close. Lord, I pray that we don't close the door on our love for you and our desire to know you. I pray that we wouldn't go back to the things that numb us, that silence you, that drown you out, God. Lord, I pray that we would hunger and thirst after righteousness all the more. And I don't know how you want to do it, but Lord, I pray that we'd be open to it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.